cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Morning beers for the men. <laughs> Welcome back to another week of Beards, Beats and Battlestar Galactica, where we, Melia and Lisa, take you through the sci-fi original series, Battlestar Galactica. Um, and this week, we have picked a beer that is particularly apt. It was the team effort. I think I text you drunk from a party. <laughs> and then we purchased it. We as in producer Tom and I. Um, <laughs> yeah, while you were asleep. Um, yeah, because yeah. we went to bed at quarter to ten. Yeah, I did. You had even a late get to the party at that point? <laughs> uh, no, I did not. I had a dinner first, and then I was at the party around ten o'clock, and I was there until two. And I have not had a night that late for a little while. Mm. Um, or yeah, like in the Philippines, uh, we were. We were definitely out a lot, but not usually late. Mm. Except for one night when I think I got MVP of the night because I danced so much. Uh, It was disgustingly sweaty, but amazing. I actually forgot my stamina. And also, fun fact, I actually realize now that I... I um, still know all the words to the real Slim Shady, so that's a good life skill. <laughs> How can you tell a white girl in a foreign country? <laughs> um, it was a really proud Eminem moment and for me. And sweaty. <laughs> I, I won the white girl award for sure. Hey, you know, I'll pay that. <laughs> I hope there's photos somewhere. I think our fans need to see this. Oh, me in the Philippines? I don't really have the sweaty photos. I think I'm in a lot <laughs> of photos just in the background, like wrapping. <laughs> With wet hair. Wrapping. <laughs> Oh, God, the struggle is real. The yeah. humidity. The I don't know how people look glamorous. There mm. were so many glamorous looking people. I'm like, how? Yeah, what are how? you doing? You should see. You're so I have, also been to the, I have also been to the Philippines and I went for a wedding. Mm. And all the photos from the wedding is my um, my uncle and his uh, wife who's Filipino mm. and her family who all look beautiful. Mm. And then all of us whiteies are like just drowning in sweat (laughs) like I was wearing like essentially a slip which was probably crass in like the very religious um ceremony and whatnot and I was just like melting and I had (laughs) in all the photos all these gorgeous girls like smiling wearing like full sleeve like sleeve dresses boring kind of gowns and I'm just like oh god I'm so hot (laughs) that's me all the time Mm. it's past 25 degrees I'm just Mm -hmm. like Nah, not optimal. So anyway, you now know way more about our sweat than you would like. Asked or needed listeners. to know. I totally But forgot. that's what we've, well, We're that's where Lisa's been in the last two weeks. Yes. Traveling the world. Traveling the world. I'm about to go to LA and then in two weeks again, we will be reunited for another ep of the podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's actually been, well, except for we ran into each other yesterday, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> but it has been so long since we've so seen long. each other. Since we've talked about Battlestar Galactica. Exactly. We didn't. Um... And, you know, it's good because this was really... I thought this was a really good ep. Oh, such a good episode. I watched it on the plane to the Philippines and I was so excited on the plane. Oh, awesome. Oh, I wanted to say... This week, we're drinking Colonial Brewing Small Ale. Oh, yeah. We got totally totally sidetracked from. Um, And if you don't understand why that ties into the show, then do you listen to this podcast? Or watch the TV show. Or watch the TV show. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there's that. And I think we had some listener feedback. Oh, it was really nice feedback. It was a call out. It was from... (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure this person changed their name. Zink Zink (laughs) Stoa is his Twitter handle or hers. I think it's a guy. I don't know. Um... Uh, who tweeted at uh, Trisha Helfer <laughs> uh, saying, um, I don't know, Beers Beats BSG set a pretty high bar, but I'm sure there's room for another BSG pod. Welcome to the fleet, which was nice. I hey. liked that it both said that we were great to Trisha Helfer. It's my favorite kind of comment because <laughs> it's inclusive. It's not making anyone feel like not good, but it's also making me feel better, which is important <laughs> to my day-to-day ego. So yep. thanks. We love that kind of feedback. And love I haven't it. listened to Trisha's podcast yet. Have you? I'm scared there's spoilers, so I want you to listen to <gasps> yeah. it first. Yeah, all right. I'll listen to it. My promise to you is sometime in the next two weeks, I'll listen but is to it, out it and yet? I will report back. I thought that it was starting like this month. Oh, uh, Maybe I out. should know that. Anyway. Anyway, I'll listen if you listen and tell me that I can okay. listen. Sounds good. I didn't sleep much. <laughs> uh, we're going to have fun today. <laughs> today we are covering the fourth episode of season two. It's called Resistance. Um, continue with Battlestar Galactica's very um, straightforward mm-hmm. naming convention. Mm. Um, it was directed by Alan Croker and written by Tony Graffer. And Alan Croker is the director who was responsible for Bastille Day. Bastille oh. Day. Uh, how do you Sarah, how do you say it, Lisa? Bastille. 
<laughs> um, which was, you know, one of, I think, the best episodes of season one. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I think that was my favourite when we did the wrap-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, this episode had a really long previously on. I felt like I just watched yeah, the whole like, hey, other hey, episode. Hey, remember this, remember that, remember this, remember that. And you're like, oh, my God. I was like, God. yeah, I just watched the other episode last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's because, like... Well, I think this is the strongest episode of the season so far. Yeah, it's great. And I think that... It's only it, episode four, though. So. Yeah. But I think, you know, because they had all of that, obviously there was a whole lot of, like, this previously happened. Yeah. I think they were also kind of... This episode um, builds on a lot of existing narrative yeah. plots. The stuff they've been setting up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's really good, like... I hate it when shows, I think we've talked about this before, are like deliberately withholding. Like it's mm. like, I know you could resolve this. Just resolve it. Mm. Don't draw it out for another like, you know, five episodes. Like, yeah, like um, Donna and Josh in The West yes. Wing. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, but it also builds up some solid plots for the coming third of the season. And mm. um, we won't go into this too much today, but um, season two I was mentioning off air is kind of strange in its plotting because it had um, – like a semi-hiatus in the middle. So it's kind of in two parts. There was, I think it was the writer's strike that was the issue. Um, that old chestnut every yeah. mid-2000s mid show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's kind of two halves to the season that are quite clearly defined. And so this is almost like coming to the middle of that first half. Mm. And I think it's perfect in the kind of timing where it pays off enough things that you've kind of been waiting to see paid off. Like, thank God there's not three locations now. Like, they got yeah. those people off COBOL. Like, if that had been stretched out for 10 episodes, I would have been like, oh. Um, <laughs> Just little bits in every episode. Yeah. Hey, guys, remember these guys? Well, it's Stay a pain here. to recap, you yeah. know. Um, but it also kind of moves that larger narrative along. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think it's I think it's a great episode. Mm. Anything yep. you want to mention before we get into the beat by beat that you particularly liked or, or hated or... No, you know. I think... Oh, Callie was pretty hectic in this app. Mm. We haven't seen that much acting required yeah. from um, from Callie. Yeah. And I'm like, not... Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, the actress who plays Callie is, like, fine. She's doing a fine job. But it's also, like... I, I don't know if some of those scenes landed. Like, I was like, that just ratcheted from, like, a yeah. 4 to a yeah. 12. 100%. <laughs> it was really Out bizarre. Of 10. Like, yeah. yeah, it was quite bizarre. And I don't think they did the character building to justify that. Where it's, like, other characters that had... I wouldn't say it's like emotionally charged moments, but like D or like Ty, I suppose, or like, mm. you know, other characters. I just was like, cool, that's perfectly reasonable for them to have that reaction. Mm. But anyway. with Callie, it was a bit like, whoa, oh, where did this come from? Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. That's all I yeah. have to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did do a beat by beat and break it up by the Colonial Fleet and on Caprica this week okay. because I just felt like it's gonna be, I'm that gonna it was be easier. Yeah, do well, it. Well, we can go back and nah, forth. No, it's totally fine. Let's go. I'm just going to call out some weird point and be like, but then this happened and you'll be like, Lisa, no. <laughs> do I not do that all the time? You're just like messing usually with like, my hangover. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just wanted to do a special little <laughs> twist that knife How can you. we make this, make this worse for you? <laughs> well, there were only like four scenes on Caprica because mm. I felt like it kind of had a beginning middle and end i was like ah let's put that over there yeah that's totally fine okay well we'll come back to caprica yeah but i think we'll start with colonial fleet yeah there was a lot that went down yeah um we opened with tyrell being interrogated by ty who we know ty has had it in for him Mm -hmm. since last season because he was all like you should get rid of him to adama and adama was like no um ty is pretty sure that tyrell knew boomer was asylum which I think it's just, as we've seen with Ty, he has a lot of gut feelings mm-hmm. and emotionally driven decisions rather mm. than like logic. Mm. Um, and I thought it was interesting that when, so Ty's like threatening Tyrrell, basically being like, you know it, like you're the worst. And Tyrrell's like, I want to exercise my article 20 right, one rights, which mm. is the card he pulled last season with yeah. that in- inquisition. And Ty's just like, well, frack that. So yeah. you don't get that. I'm going to hit you over the face because mm. democracy yeah, that's not a thing that's happening right now. No, because yeah. <laughs> my democracy, yeah, yeah. as in martial law for yeah. time. Yeah, um, yeah. so he's pretty rough with him. Yeah. Um, and I think we also see in this scene that, like, Ty is, like, he's cracking under pressure. I think I have a note just saying, Ty, just stop already. <laughs> I don't know if that was just to that point or, yeah, anyway. Probably when he, like, threw the bottle of liquor on the ground and was then like, oh, yeah. we got to pick it up. Yeah. I was like, we get it. He's got problems <laughs> with alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I believe that might have been about right. <laughs> It's fun to try and interpret because I've watched this, like, so long ago now. Um, like, so long. So but, long. But, like, usually Sometimes. it's within two weeks. But, yeah, like, true. Yeah, and so I was just like, oh, I love this episode. And then I was like, wait a minute. What happened? What happened? 
Um, Tyrrell is reunited with Galactica Boomer, which you know was like my mm. like thing. I was really excited to see last week, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was it was suitably intense. Mm. I thought, you know, we knew their relationship, well, their reunion, I should say, was going to be quite fraught. Mm. But I think, like, he acted exactly as I think most people would react, which was like, what the fuck? You killed our leader and who are you? And she's like, I love you. And it was, you know, uncomfortable. It's interesting that they're using the word racist as well with the word toaster. Yes, yeah. I was going to talk about that in things. Yeah, I have that too. Um, I have that in a later scene when Mm. she's talking about it. Um, Yeah, this is actually the next scene. Yeah, Mm. so like Callie, so Callie, who obviously has been on COBOL with Bolter and now, because at first I was like, why is Callie even going up to Bolter? Do they even know each other? And then I was like, oh, of course. They spent like five episodes together. Yeah. So there's kind of that COBOL conspiracy now in terms yeah. of they know, you yeah. know that he, he killed Crashdown um, and yeah I, I find it really interesting that she uh, you called this out as well she's like you know distressed that the um, Tyrrell's being um, accused of being a toaster and then Six is like that word is racist and I don't like it and I was like but aren't they a species not a race yeah that's exactly like, what I was true in theory I but... wrote speciesist I think but that's that Species. doesn't roll off the tongue yeah speciesist is that even, like, not is that even a term, but, like, it isn't, like, racist in terms of her definition of it, like, you know, making a slur based on someone's point of, like, uh, you know, otherness mm. um, to race is true, but they're not a race. They're a species. Absolutely. So it's just kind of like... it was. It's weird. It's like the show couldn't make but up a word, they so can... they were like, eh, close enough. Well, I think that they're probably using that word because they want to us to understand what it means. Mm. So rather than throwing in a new word, they're like, well, That's we'll just true. use this because people understand it. But what I think is interesting is that obviously they can have children with yeah people. So then what is race? Yeah. Because yeah. if we can like breed together, then then is it, I don't know. Yeah. And so that was really interesting because race along? is very constructed, right? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously people are different have different skin colors and whatnot but is a socially constructed thing a lot of the time i think she should have just said something that was more like you know that's a discriminatory term yeah like not i mean that's not as fun but like you know something that's kind of like like it is a discriminate like it's um it is a racial slur a discriminative slur like they don't use toasters affectionately but it's not yeah by saying that it's a race thing it's like but they're not it's not a race thing no um and yeah kind of as you say it kind of didn't like uh, pulls back some of the other bigger plot points that they have around like interbreeding yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Which, um, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I think that we can agree that it's for the purpose of people like understanding what she means. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Callie's kind of like, you know, you should help me, Bolter, because Tyrrell helped you. And if you don't, I'm going to tell everyone about Crashdown, um, which... You know, I, I guess. mean, I don't yeah. think Ty would care. No, I think he'd be like, "Cool, you did what you have to do," or like he'd be like, "I don't care, get me a drink." Like mm. you know, um, Bolter also in the break. Is, yeah, exactly. I was going to say like <laughs> you know he's also copying it from Ty because Ty, Ty's like rightfully like, "Well, your test didn't work because he told us she wasn't a Cylon, which mm. we know is just a lie." Yeah. Um, and of course he's like, you know, well, you better go and test Tyrrell as the Cylon and if you if you don't, you're in the brig. Like, yep. Everybody <laughs> uh, everything. In the everyone brig. in the brig. Um Gator tells Ty that there's protests from the fleet over martial law being implemented. Surprise, no surprise. Shit, yeah. um, including a hold on fuel because some of the ships, which this makes total sense. Like the, the ships, the civilians, like we have no power. You've taken away our voice. So mm. what can we do? We can like take away the supplies that we're giving to you. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure that you have thought this all on makes this a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Polo is like this was like a really weird scene. I don't even know why we had this scene. Also, the fact that Apollo can still work while being in the brig. Totally. Like it I doesn't understand make him any being sense. in the CIC to like help give input to tactical decisions yeah. if there isn't anyone else qualified at that level. But like I don't understand why he's just like BAU until he like goes back to the yeah. brig. Um, yeah, this scene didn't make sense because Apollo is basically like talking to the the, uh, the pilots and they're like, come and play cards with us. And he's like, I can't, guys. I have to go back to the brig. And they're like, why? It's so crap that you have to go to the brig. And I'm like, why? <laughs> You're doing what? it like, so well as like, well. This exactly is exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Like, 
you know this guy yeah. he's like a prisoner yeah. like why would you be like well can't you just not like obviously <laughs> you can't like this scene made no sense no, it just all i thought, I it was thought weird. i just thought it was literally a plot device to have uh, apollo walk out when d was there so they could talk about like, his dad everyone like they're just i don't know illustrating how ridiculous like how everyone's against him being in the brig yeah he's a man of the people yeah yeah yep. And basically, yeah, it was so that he could then run into Dee in the hall. He could ask her about his dad. She could tell him he's fine. And, like, mm. Dee's like, hey, by the way, we've all noticed that Ty's hitting the bottle a lot. And Apollo's like, oh, that sucks, but I'm in the brig. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of like a very exposition-y scene, but, yeah. you know. Um, oh, we had, like, the um, – do you have another note being, like, Alan stop? Because the next yeah. scene was, like, Alan I and think Ty. I have – okay, so I have a few things. I have <laughs> – she's really the worst influence on him completely. They're terrible for each other. Yeah. Um, I also have this really random stream of thought that I just wrote, which was just on the thought of maybe Ellen being a Cylon. And then I kind of had this thought process of whether or not Cylons age, because we haven't really been told that. Mm. And then I was like, I wonder how long they'd be married for. Mm. And if she was just like that age when she met him, or if she is a Cylon, but does age. And then, I don't know, it was a really, like you can you can read it as a really weird train of thought. Um, is that a prediction? Am I adding that to oh, the prediction? No, I don't think so. It seems too, it seems too obvious that she's a Cylon. Mm. And so, no. Mm-hmm. But I, I just am very like um, you're on to her. There's something you don't like. Yeah, like I mean, I just don't like her. But I just think like <laughs> it just it really like it what like yeah. Anyway, it, it it wasn't just it wasn't necessarily a prediction. It was more just like I just felt like I I it just put me on the train of thought mm. of like what the Cylon like what Cylons are like. Mm. Like are they do they age? Mm. Was my question mm. in a really mm. lot of words. Um, yeah. Well, Boomer, you know how she talks about in season one, Galactica Boomer is like, I trained, like, you know, I'm from here and I came into the fleet at this time. And, like, mm. so we can assume that she had been in the fleet for at least, like, four to five years. Yeah, exactly. But I guess, like, in terms of, like, if I look back at pictures of myself five years ago, like, I look different, but I don't look, like, that heaps older. Yeah. So, yeah, I think an older character... Um, who has been around longer, yeah. it would be more obvious yeah. whether or not Cylon's, Cylon's aged. Like, we haven't seen any other... We've, like, six, eight, the Doral version and the um. We the, certainly number, see that the they come one. out as fully grown humans. Yeah, none of them are kids and yeah. none of them are elderly. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see, like, you know... If we do get anybody like that. Yeah, any variations. Yeah. Um... Yeah, anyway, like, uh, all I had for this scene was, like, you know, Ty admits he's stressed over the civilian strike to Alan, which is, of course, a terrible thing to do because she just tells him all the wrong things, like, don't explain yourself to them. Yeah. Handle things exactly how you want, not how they want. Order everyone to do exactly what you want instead of having a diplomatic discussion. Yeah. Like, essentially, she's just, like, wildfire mm. for, like, this kind of political mm. decision-making. Um, so which, ridiculous. you know, we know because that's Alan's character. Yeah. Um, but she's just quite a lot of work sometimes yeah, to watch. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> deep breath. Yeah. Um, Rosalind's still cracking on with the Kamala extract. She's getting it with her licorice. Yeah. How much like it was really like, hey, you want some mate? When she's like getting her licorice and then Apollo's like, no, thank you. And she's like, like I, I don't hate do it drugs. too. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> I loved it. Um, also, I guess the Kamala's continuing to give her, like, psychic powers because she's like, something ugly is about to happen. And, like, immediately after Gator's like, hey, Ty, the supplies are not going to get handed over from the mm. civilian ships. Um, they're still really unhappy. Mm. So Ty's like, well, we'll just board them there with, with the military with and take it. Yes. Which we know is a foolproof plan. It's a foolproof plan. And it works out so well. Oh, it works out so well. This scene is fucking amazing. I should say fracking. I just... It was really great. Even with the, like, intense slow-mo shots of, yeah, like, what even is going with that, on. It was yeah. just... It wasn't about, like, the... Like, the I mean, obviously, I'm not a film person. Matter. It was just mm. the way that it played out. It was just very realistic. And I think it's really important that you mm. don't see exactly who fires that first shot. Yeah. I mean, we find out later that yeah. the civilians were unarmed. Yeah. But the idea that, like, yeah... You know, the military get on the ship. Yeah. They're obviously not the right military because Ty's like, just use everyone. And they're like, we don't have enough kind of boarding crew. And he's like, yeah. too bad. Um, and, you know, there's a riot because people are like really unhappy. And yeah. this is like affecting their their way of life. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, we're not, it's not clear in this scene who fires the first shot, but we see that there's immediately like casualties yeah. on either side. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. But so good. The scene was really good. I thought it was really good too. Yeah. And I think this is when Battlestar is at its best, when it's like unafraid to like lean in or, you know, get right into kind of like the murkiness of yeah. military and political decisions and actually show not just people in a room talking about yeah. it, but like the effect on everyone because mm. there's such a small group of people, like mm. 40,000 survivors, mm. you know, um, yeah, it's pretty intense. I also loved how after that, Ty's like, how could this have happened? And Doc oh. Goddard's like, what did you think would happen? Yeah, like, I wrote, like, what the frack did Ty expect? Yeah. Like, seriously. And then I wrote that Ellen and Ty have a fracked up relationship. Is yes. this a scene where they have, like, they're, like, hitting each other and then they, like, have sex? Um, there was, like, two small scenes in between that. Oh. Um, no, it was fine. Um Yeah, so after, like, Coddle basically schools Ty and it's like, well, you put a pilot in cl- crowd of in charge of crowd control mm. so like what did you think would happen mm. Tide then goes to the pilot and he's like did you give the order to shoot and he's like I didn't and then Tide's like were the crowd armed and he's like mm, they had coffee and they were he, throwing coffee at yeah. us and he's like all hell broke loose and Tide's just like looking at Adama like please help me I don't know <laughs> um, and then we have a scene with Roslyn who is, finds out there were a few scenes like this one with Roslyn I think this one was more necessary than the other one I talked about with Apollo and his um, pilots but it's kind of like People telling other people exposition that we know they yeah. would find out about. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see it. Um, I mean, Mary McDonnell, like, you know, she always acts the shit out of stuff. But, mm. like, uh, yeah, she was basically like, I've got to get off, like, this ship. Like, the, this is going to splinter the fleet. And Apollo's like, I'll help you. And, you know, you'll have to... I guess it was setting up, like, who yeah. was going to help them. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't think that scene was needed either. Mm. With so much, like, action in this episode. Every yep. time it slowed down, I was like, no. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so then we had that scene with Alan and Ty. So fracked. They have a very toxic relationship. Yeah. Um, on both sides. Yeah. Like, it's clearly emotionally and physically abusive on yeah. both sides. Um, you know, he accuses her, I think, rightfully of manipulating him. But then he's also like, tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. You just see how, yeah, how toxic their relationship yeah. is. Yeah, you'd think that Dharma would have just, like, left her where she was. Yeah, like, knowing. Because I think the more we're seeing of them together and we're seeing a lot of them together because we've been, like, tired, basically, yeah. like, Adama at the moment. We're spending more time with him. I like, I don't think that any of this is, like, new. Like, from what we know about Alan and Ty's relationship, it is totally toxic. Mm. So, yeah, it's like, why did Adama, like, just, like, she knocked her head. He yeah. could have just, like, left her there. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. He's, he's got a moral complex and all that. Yeah, um, in the way of everything. One thing I do think is, um, it's not good because it's quite reductive, but like I think that it is interesting that the show, even though Alan is terrible, mm. Ty is also terrible, mm. and neither one of them is like the dominant abuser. Mm. Like they're both like, I'm not saying like it's, like it's not like subverting, you know, genre tropes because like Ty's, also abused by Alan but like I think often when you see abusive relationships portrayed on TV um not not always we've got a lot better but when this was like made for instance you know it was very like one person is the villain Mm. and one person is the victim and Mm. that's absolutely true but in this relationship that they're demonstrating like they're both they're both Mm. terrible to each other and for each other and I think that it's good that uh, the show makes that really clear. Mm, mm. Like we don't sympathize with Ty because he's awful to Alan. Yeah. Even though Alan's like a piece of work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They're absolutely. both pretty bad. But yeah, it's like not fun. No. <laughs> they're not fun. Not fun to watch either. No, not fun to watch. No. Um, Boomer tries to reconcile with Tyrrell. She apologizes for everything and his involvement. He's pretty callous to her, I think. He's he like, software what we had doesn't was have nothing. feelings. Yeah. Yeah, which I think would just be what you would want to say in that situation because yeah. you'd be like protecting yourself. Also, but, when he mm. says software doesn't have feelings, isn't Cylons more like hardware? I was confused. Well, yeah. Exactly. I don't think it's clear. But he wouldn't know either. No. They don't actually know. They haven't like cut one up and looked through it. No. You know, which maybe was where that was all going to go. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like. Yeah, you know, how they, like when Starbuck was talking to Hilo, there's kind of echoes of that in this discussion where he's like, ah, she's having my baby. And she's like, and Starbuck's like, she's a robot or whatever. Like, you know, um, it's hard to reconcile for for humans to be like, but but I know them and I love them, but also they're a machine. And it's like what we talked about last week with the, um, 
the racists in nice small towns syndrome mm-hmm. we'll call it that mm-hmm. like oh but i know that person in there great. yeah 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 they can only identify it when it's like immediately yeah. relevant to their immediate experience yeah yeah um yeah. Anyway, Bolter comes in. He um, admits that he lied to Boomer and that he covered up her status. And then he injects Tyrrell with poison. No, he he only tells her that after he's injected Tyrrell with poison. All right. So he injects Tyrrell I, with poison. I wonder why he, why he injected Tyrrell with poison. And then I was like, maybe it's because he didn't want Tyrrell to know. Yeah, that, that he, he had lied yeah. to Boomer. Yeah, mm. I would say so. Um, yeah. So he basically blackmails her using Tyrrell to tell it to tell him how many silence there are in the fleet. I assume for like political leverage then because he's got to kind of worm his it's way just a out weird of this tactic. it's a weird tactic and it, um i thought this was very like i know that bolter is always looking out for number one mm. but i thought this was a very um vicious thing for him to do mm. like he's not usually so overtly it very much did not seem like his character no no and mm. i was reading that ron moore was basically like in his podcast of episode by episode he was like you know, in this episode, we really see like a darker side of Bolter, oh, and he kind okay. of like lean like. He's well, I like, mean, we saw him shoot someone last week, so. right? So this is kind of like a bit of like a he's on a bit of a descent at this yep. time into like, and I'm not spoiling anything yeah. more. Just like last episode, this episode, he's kind of, uh, you know, getting closer to darker impulses mm. rather than yeah, which I find interesting because I don't really feel like six head sixes tactic towards him has changed. Like I don't feel like mm-hmm. she's like been counselling to him to be like nasty or anything it's Mm. more he's just getting maybe because the stakes are high with Rosalind being Mm. unavailable and him kind of having no real position um but yeah I thought this was pretty intense change of like action for Mm. him um anyway Boomer I mean we don't know if Boomer is telling the truth or or lying or even knows but she's like there's eight and he's like cool all right antidote and does he mean does she mean eight different yeah well, he doesn't ask her, does he? Yeah. It's just like, how many? How many? And she's like, uh, eight. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you must be telling the truth, even though you've yeah. been telling me. And this is the thing is like, it's kind of a shaky This kind of thing point. doesn't work. No. Anyway. Um, we can talk about this kind of ta- these tactics mm. and themes, because I think there was a little bit of this, you know, back and mm. forth in this app. Um, Callie, we see another scene with Callie where she's feuding with her crewmates over whether the chief is a Cylon or not because they're building this, like, holding cell. I think this was just to demonstrate that, like, there is very um, fraught, like, there's a lot of tension Mm. in the fleet right now about people being accused of Cylons and obviously Adama being out of action, having to have Ty, who is sowing discontent by being so aggressive. Yeah. Um, Obviously, everyone's kind of at each other's throats. But I also was like, yeah, again, do we need this scene? I think Mm. we know how Callie feels. Mm. Um. All right. Did Apollo, Roslyn, huh? Did Apollo go and see Adama in between that, or did I miss this? Is this scene? Oh, cool. Huh. Um, I was like, my, my yeah. say. No, Apollo D racetrack and Roslyn's favorite guard get her out of the brig pretty flawlessly until mm. they get confronted by that private. Um, Roslyn manages to you know talk the private down with this kind of discussion of duty. Mm. Um, I mean, I think it's interesting that she. I think that she knew that she had it. Um, when she said Madam President to her. Yeah, that's mm. true. Oh, I should have um, I should have said, sorry, we had that scene where Rosalind goes to Coddle beforehand to mm. get his clearance off Galactica. Yep. And she's like, it's illegal, dangerous, and in violation of your oath as an officer. And he's and like, he's you're a like, terrible salesman. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. But yeah. obviously he agrees because yeah. he gives her the clearance. Um, yeah, and then says that he was held up at... Yeah, yeah which works out yep. tactfully, I think. Um, D gets the paperwork cleared by Ty, but yep. then... Gator, of course, not Gator, not Ty. Gator yeah. picks up on it and is like, you know, I've seen you've been making these off-log calls. I thought that was a really good scene yeah. between the two of them. I think so too. I really like the scene, especially how it plays out with like at the end. Yeah, it's, I it's it was really good. well paid yeah. off. And that was when, sorry, you were right. I missed this. Um, Apollo stops by his old dad, and he's yeah. like, "It's not about you or me, but bye." <laughs> but he does, and then he does the Romeo and Juliet hand twitch. Yes, yes, yes. Because that's exactly yeah. it. It's like the. It's, I'm awakening. It's awakening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they get they get her off the ship. Um, they all get ready to leave. And then goddamn Billy is like, I'm not going because, you know, I believe in the Constitution and you can't do this. Oh, but I just hope that that means we won't see him as much anymore. It could be like a tactical writing Billy out type of thing. I mean... Could we? What What's going to happen? He's going to be left to Ty's wrath yeah. as the only person in her advisory who got out of the brig. Yeah. But didn't leave. But the he ship. wasn't in the brig. 
Wasn't he? He was just nah. sitting with her all the time? Yeah. Okay. Because she got a losher. She was like, I want to take a losher and Billy. And a yeah. losher got on that ship because she's like, you know, clever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Billy, like, I thought this was a stretch. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of buy it in this idea that he was like, you know how last season when she started going like real spiritual, he mm. was kind of like, ah, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> um, but I don't know if this was supposed to show that like as she's become more spiritual and he's much more of like a conventional mm. politician and, and political kind of figure and yeah. advisor, he's just like, whoa, this is like beyond what I am down for. Look, I'm just happy to see less of Billy. <laughs> you don't care how, you don't care why, don't care as long as he's why. not going on that ship. Yeah. You basically traded him for Zarek, which is relevant to your interests. Oh, yes. <laughs> also, sexual tension between Zarek and Rosalind, just calling it out. Are we adding that to a prediction? I just, I bet there's so much fan fiction about them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Flash, you're going home to write that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, they, they get off the ship. They leave Billy behind. Um, Gator, you know, ever reliable, is immediately like, oh, Rosalind's missing from her cell. <laughs> so they lock down the ship, but it's too late because um, the raptor departed. Doc Cottle said he was the one that signed off, but then he's like, oh, I was threatened to get by Apollo. Yeah. Um, Ty calls Apollo and he's like, I'm going to shoot you down if you don't come back. And, and Apollo's Apollo like, calls do him what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, just wait till the old man wakes up. Yeah, exactly. I think that was an excellent call. Yeah, on I mean, behalf. it was the plan really did rely on the fact that uh, Ty wouldn't shoot Apollo, but I think that that is a pretty safe bet. I think that that's a line yeah. that Ty because his loyalty would not, to Adama. Yeah, no I think way. that especially given that Adama already lost a son. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but Adama I think actually this time <laughs> of season ago there were some sexy, sexy scenes. <laughs> um, I think Starbuck Shout was involved, out. but um, I think that it's been pretty clear um, in the past with starbuck when she went missing and stuff yeah but, um yeah, yeah agree i think that ty would know i don't and i just wonder what hot dog would have done as well exactly i was kind of surprised i mean firing over the um you know the front of the ship yeah bow or whatever um is like fine yeah because it's not actually hurting them or anything but like yeah. i was almost like if if he was going to give the order i i almost feel like hot dog would have been like i can't do that yeah um, yep. so yeah it does you know alleviate um yeah, so it was like Another two points, point. right? So mm. it's like, you know, if Ty had made the order, I'm pretty sure. And I mean, it. we had that really chummy scene earlier on. Yeah. Because, come on, we want to play cards. Boo. So I don't think that they would shoot Apollo. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Um, well, they escape. They get to cloud nine. Um, they come face to face with Tom Zarek. My notes say, yeah. <laughs> I knew they would say that. Yes. <laughs> uh, because, you know, uh, Zarek is the most likely to have shady friends. Yes. I like it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> it made sense, though. It's yeah. actually a clever tactical it's decision. It's very clever because they Apollo. wouldn't expect it. Yeah. It's like him um, in Zoolander when they go to um, yes. Hansel's, yeah. Hans, Hansel's house. Yeah. Never expect <laughs> And then they become the best of friends. So maybe that's what will happen now. <laughs> uh, well, girl can dream or write mm. fan fiction. Um, I, I'm interested to to hear your opinion on this you know when um at, in the very last scene we see of Rosalind and Zarek which I think is what you're referring to as sexual tension mm-hmm. how he kind of like looks at her and is like smiling a bit do you reckon because like two episodes ago or last episode whenever we I can't remember when we saw when Ty brought everyone to the brig to see Rosalind and mm. then she was like had her like spiritual grandstanding and they were like oh we believe you mm. um do you think that Zarek has bought into that Ooh, I don't know. I feel like Zarek's just always team Zarek. Because he was, like, reacting to her mm, at that time. Mm. Like, we had a lot of shots on him kind of reacting to it. But, yeah, I'm just interested if you... I just don't... It doesn't seem to me like it's within his character to believe that. Mm. Like, it, it, it seems like it, he would be willing to go along with it to a point and then maybe when the elections come be like she's crazy like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I just doesn't feel like it's Play within it his character to kind of buy into the religious stuff. But I yeah. could be wrong. No, I'm just interested mm. because I thought that the the direction leaned heavily on his reaction this mm. week, and it also did when we previously saw her addressing. I think the what group. like what he's doing this for is because he does at the end of the day. Well, okay, no, because I don't think that's true. Well, he true. fundamentally hates the military. Yeah, exactly. So I was going to say I think that he believes in democracy, die. but I don't think that he necessarily does. I actually think that um, he doesn't like the powerlessness that he has right now yeah. with the military yeah. 
um, well, he was, law. you know, at least when he was in the quorum, he yeah. had a decision making yeah. ability, yeah. and he doesn't have that now. Yeah, actually, and I mean, he hates yeah. the mil- yeah, like, yeah. You know. So I think it's actually more about that than it is about democracy or religion or yeah. any of those things. Yeah. I think that he's just like, I don't it's have power, personal. and I want it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Um, Tyrrell and Bolter have a brief discussion where Tyrrell thanks Bolter for proving him not to be a Cylon, and Bolter has this like typically cryptic kind of like thank her instead she did everything nothing like it was Mm. like i you're not talking to six Mm. like tyrell does not understand all that's going on in your head Mm. but um you know he also does tell tyrell that they're going to put boomer in a holding facility which is kind of like uh as tyrell says like a lab rat Mm. which seems like super unethical like i know but She's a Cylon and there's yeah. no processes around it. But this it, is what's really yeah. interesting about it, right? Because, like, this is what they did to Jewish people during the Holocaust. Like, mm. they totally experimented on them. Mm. Um, and Under the justification of, like, other. Oh, yeah. Know? They're not people. Mm. They're Jews. And so, I mean, that's essentially what they're doing here as well, which yeah. I just think is really interesting. Yeah. Again, um, like, you know, they've really, um, they've really committed to that idea. And mm. I, I think that, you know, a lot of shows wouldn't, wouldn't in wouldn't do that or wouldn't be so overt like we're mm. literally building a cage mm. but like in this they were like yeah that's what we're gonna do yeah and i think that this made sense with like ty's way of thinking mm. which would be like we'll make an example out of her mm. you know um yeah we have one more scene with with ty uh where alan is haranguing him because he didn't shoot down apollo mm. <laughs> and she shut down by a dama which is so good Yay! i've just written finally in big capitals in my notes my main note um for like this episode was thank frack adama is back mm. um that even rhymes yeah it's beautiful <laughs> that's that's episode that's title. episode title <laughs> <laughs> because i was just like i literally have so many exclamation marks and like i have watched this before yeah but i was still like oh my god it takes so long thank god he's back they yeah. cracked like it yeah takes so long to get him back i don't think we mentioned before that that gator um gator uh covered for everyone in the oh when Tyrrell thinks him, yeah like, yeah that crashed down no no when Ty's like oh were there any calls that were placed oh Gator sorry yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think we think skipped Bolter. it yeah no Did you're right Bolter? you're right you're right Ty asks um yeah like after after Polo nicks off yeah Ty's like did anyone notice any log yeah. calls and, and Gator's, Gator's like no nah. and, and there's like yes! that tiny scene where you see D be like thank thank God <laughs> frack thank frack yeah um yeah her face in all of this is like. I think, you know, the actress who plays D and, yeah, the actor who plays Gator are doing a lot of the, like, a lot of their work, like, and to come back to, like, the Callie example, which we can talk about more in a minute, you know, they... They're doing a lot of work with characters that are are important, like mm. they're supporting characters, but they don't have a heap of screen time, and they're not the most important people that we care about. You mm. know, in, in they're not driving the plot forward most yeah. of the time. I mean, I personally care about Gator a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's um, I just think they're doing really good work. They and do I, great I really work. Really enjoy watching their those facial two expressions characters. and stuff in those scenes are just perfect. Yeah. And like even in that, with like you can see Dee's like clearly concerned, and mm. then there's like that fleeting recognition between mm-hmm. her and Gator is really good. Sorry, I just wanted to call that out. Back. No, and then, sorry. and then yeah obviously the um adama thing yeah i so made some bad like, calls get out yeah <laughs> but i made some bad calls yeah. is like understatement of the fucking century well he also says he fracked things up at good yeah um, which is not an understatement no. and i think look to be fair adama doesn't understand at this point how much how that bad. is and so he's like look it's hard to lead and like you tried buddy like you know he <laughs> gave it a go but um then he's kind of like so where's my son <laughs> you're just like mm, that was gonna be fun for you yeah. lucky you didn't shoot him yeah um yeah. i thought that michael hogan and edward james almost acted the hell out of the yeah scene, though, it was really good like i know you like hate like Ty, but I don't hate the actor who plays him. Yeah, I think he does a. It, yeah, it's, I also think it's really hard being an actor on a show where you're playing like like Anna Gunn from Breaking Bad. Like everyone hates Skylar, and yep. like even though and I hate Skylar, um, <laughs> can't stress that enough. Have you okay. watch Breaking Bad? Uh, one season. Yeah. And so Skylar's yep. like Walt's wife. She's yep. super annoying the whole time. But Anna Gunn does a really really good job playing mm. her because. She really commits to the role and you can tell that she loves the character and respects the character. Mm. And so even though I really don't enjoy Skylar's character, I respect the The actress and her work. And it's the same with Michael Hogan. Like, even though I'm like, oh God, I can't stand Ty. I think like- Michael Hogan does great. Does a good job. And I've seen him, as I said, like he's in 12 Monkeys and stuff Mm. and he plays like a really nice guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, as an actor, no problems with you, buddy. And I'm glad that the 
two of them are back because I would 101 times over rather see them resolve mm. things together than Alan and Ty work oh, things out. No. So, because like, Alan you know, just accidentally. I don't know. Someone we just put, put her, her in the, the brig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm thank Frack Adama is yep. back. Um, yeah. As Boomer is being taken to the brig, there's a lot of angry onlookers, mm-hmm. which I guess is supposed to have been set up from these scenes we've had. I mean, mm. I still thought there were a lot of people watching her, but you know, I guess this would be like the first time they're a, yeah. a fiasco. Yeah. You know? And also because it's it was someone they trusted. Yeah. yeah. So it's getting increasingly wild, you know, it's kind of, there's parallels to that scene on the civilian ship earlier mm-hmm. on the Gideon. Um, and then we see Callie shoot Boomer in the chest. Yep. And, yep. She, and Boomer dies in Tyrrell's arms after telling him she loves him. Mm. And it's actually not that corny. No. I'm making it sound corny. I actually thought it was really good. The thing that I thought was a bit heavy handed was the blood at the yeah. beginning and the end. I was like, why? Like, are you trying we to get, say we, something about like bleeds. everybody bleeds? <laughs> like, it was just too much for me. I was just like, ugh. That just like really slow motion. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Yeah. Like we understand because here's the thing as well. We know that Cylons bleed. Yeah. So it's like, what was that proving? Like yeah. everybody bleeds. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> um, no, I actually thought that was cool. And I'm really, yeah. I mean, what do you think is going to happen with this plot? Oh, I don't know, man. I just it's, love um, asking you. Yeah, I know. But my brain's <laughs> not really on, um, on, on, uh, you know, my brain's not really braining this morning. My brain's not really on. I think you could have stopped that <laughs> sentence there. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll... Um, I'll have a think about it, but I really yeah, do. don't know. I mean, I think... I mean, this was a massive plot, right? Yeah. Boomer being a Cylon in the... in On cap uh, on the um, Galactica. I, mean, I imagine they'll still pull her apart anyway. Look, mm. at, look at the insides. I mean, they wasted that other guy. They just threw him mm. out in the airlock. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You could be useful. Um... I think it'll be interesting to watch Cheryl's arc from here Mm. Um, because he's obviously from even just even before she got shot when he was having concern for her being treated as a lab rat. He's obviously, I don't know, like he's he's unresolved feelings. Yeah, absolutely. And it would be interesting to see how that plays out Mm. um, for his character Um, with Callie. I don't know. I mean, it's super hard. Hey, because in a way, like we're fighting against the Cylons and she killed a Cylon. So Mm. I mean, I imagine she'll at least get put in the brig for a while. Um, but that's a difficult thing, I suppose. I mean, mm-hmm. like I think about it, like if we were at war with, I don't know, Germany and there was a German person walking down the street in Australia and someone just shot them. Like, mm. that's not really... Mm. Mm. Yeah, or, it's it's like, not- or it's like when the guy, they shot, um, what's his face? Um, John F. Kennedy assassination. Mm. When someone shot the guy who shot jfk oh right like that's the thing right yeah yeah what's his name jack something. no the guy shot him. no 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 the guy who sh- they thought oh, shot yeah, kennedy lee harvey oswald sorry i brain dead so someone shot lee harvey oswald mm. before he could even go to trial for his crime mm. right um and You're obviously kind of there was less away proof in, in this process. case but like is it right to do the wrong thing for the right... Like, I mean, it's a whole thing. So it'll be interesting to see how they treat Callie. Mm. Particularly because Callie, um, we know she has a close relationship with the chief, but, yeah. like, she, again, isn't a central character. And mm. I think um, this is, like, the... You know, the good things about a season two, mm. um, and I think this season overall is, uh, is better than season one, it's mm. stronger, it's more measured, is that you've developed who your lead characters are so you can spend a bit of time with, like, the Deers and the Gators and mm. the Callies and give them their own agendas. Um and you can move the plot forward on like more of a mass scale because mm. like the the viewers actually know who people are. Mm. But it's interesting with Callie because yeah, she hasn't really had that much screen time. Nikki Klein, who's the actress who plays her, I forgot that before, sorry. Um, you know, I think she's capable. I don't think she's mm. like I kind of didn't buy her hysteria in some of these scenes yeah, but, but i don't know if that was from, character yeah you know, or um writing or whatever mm. um so it'll be interesting to see where this goes mm. yeah it will be caprica yes we had other people on caprica i said what did you think when this happened i said speaking of tomorrow when the war began yeah right because that's exactly what we were talking about the other week and that's mm-hmm. exactly what they did they were just like up in the country and they're like right. oh shit yeah high high altitude training yeah 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 <laughs> and, and it was so, so exciting team, right yes like so a bad the buccaneers team. are like um 
Yeah, they're, so Pyramid is kind of like this invented show game mm. for Battlestar Galactica that, as you can see from when Starbuck and Anders play, of, oh my it's God. like a little bit like... It's this really sexy game is what I understood. <laughs> well, it's like... I actually put like a fire emoji. But also kind of like rugby, yeah. but also kind of like squash. Yeah, it's, it's, without it's a lot of things. Rackets. It's a strange game, but um, that's I the did game. a fire emoji. Fire emoji, yeah. yeah. Wow, we're going to talk about Anders. Um, yeah, it was really exciting to see other people on Caprica. Like, even mm. though, again, I've watched this before, I was like, yay, this is where this plot comes in. Yeah. Um, because it's just, like, yeah. not... Uh, like, don't get me just wrong. Been Starbuck Hilo, and Hilo for a while. They've got good chemistry and they, they kind have. of like riff off each other. Yeah. And I was almost like, oh, I'm sad we didn't see more of their little road trip. Yeah. But then I was like, cool. I'm glad that it's not going to be like them, like basically a repeat thing. of yeah. what happened with Hilo and yeah. um, Caprica Boomer, yeah. Sharon last it like, yeah. last season without like you know without sexy the sexy times. times. Although, like, I just feel like Starbuck just has sex sexual chemistry with like every single person. I think she's just someone who radiates like a lot of um. Uh, like energy and like sass and I feel like that almost always comes off as if she's like giving off like sexy vibes I don't know I don't know I like it though yeah <laughs> you're like I don't I'm mind okay I'm down it. for it yeah <laughs> but um, come on these guys are totally gonna bang wow um wow <laughs> well at the start and then she so... can yell out Apollo <laughs> we we see her um we see them being tracked by this group who think they're Cylons, which I think made no sense because they're driving a car and trying to work out navigation, which On a both seem like very human things to do. Yeah. Like the Cylons aren't going to be like, now, nah, where do we need to be going? Because I remember when I went to this park this time, like <laughs> they're going to be like, you know, walking and yeah. probably surrounded by centurions. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, then, you know, they have a bit of a uh, gunfire. Then yeah. there's a Mexican standoff, which yeah. is always fun. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Hilo's like, guys, we're in colonial uniforms, which I thought would probably work. But they're yeah. like, we've seen that before, which I guess we haven't seen that before. Well, but we whatever. mean Sharon and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And um, anyway, then Hilo is like, hey, you're like, when he's, they ask the main leader of this resistance, you know, what's your name? And he's like, oh, I'm Samuel T. Anders, which sounds like um, the beer, Samuel mm-hmm. Adams. That's what mm. I was immediately thinking of. Um, and he's, and then he was like, oh, he's the captain of the Buccaneers. Oh, hey, this is all the Buccaneers. Like, whoa, <laughs> how convenient. And Starbucks like, well, make me test you on your own sports trivia, which yeah. kind of made no sense. Uh, but I kind of liked it because if all of humanity had been like eradicated and you were trying to prove if people were real or not, you yeah. would probably end up asking some stupid question like stupid that, question. that. Like people yeah. wouldn't know. Like exactly. the silence would exactly. know. Sorry. Like yeah. who won the, um, like in Harry Potter, when they asked people like, um, when, you know, uh, to prove that they know each other, like what was mm. the name of like this thing or blah, 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 you know? Yeah. In the later books. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always what, like you know what, what I mean. animal was in my office the first time. Yes. That we spoke. Yeah. Um, there was also a really funny scene like this in the show that must not be named. Um, we're, <laughs> where um, one of the main characters has been being fed like these hallucinations and mm. one of the characters comes up and he's like, you're a hallucination. And he's like, why would you hallucinate me? And he's like, good point. Everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Going, same kind of like really human, human thing. Yeah, exactly. So mm. like I kind of liked that mm. and I bought that. Um, so they agree. They put their weapons aside. Um you know, Sam Anders and um, so he brings them back to the resistance headquarters and he's like, hey, we've got 53 people and like heaps of weaponry and anti-radiation. So it's really handy, but they're kind of, Starbuck and Hilo are like, oh, it's not that many people. Mm, um, so, you know, too. yeah. Um, and then, you know, we just have some floaty scenes between Whew. Anders and Starbuck. That's <laughs> all I got to say. Yeah. I think... Like, I was, my notes is like, I forgot that she has way better chemistry with Anders than Apollo, I personally feel. Mm. Um, and like, it's kind of like a, you know, have you watched Sex in the City? Yes. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. Did but you I know how Carrie has various, like, boyfriends? And I'm not saying this is yeah. like, Anders is like, you know, big mm. or anything mm. like that. But you know how, like, you can know a lot about people by, like, which partners mm. carry boyfriends of carry people like like mm. if someone ever said that their favorite um carry boyfriend was like that burger guy mm. burger yeah they're mm. like i would be like oh who are you yeah and so i feel like people who are like burger even though a was, lot of people mm. are like mm, team apollo i'm not i'm like as soon as anders is back i'm like yep i'm team anders i'm glad he's in mm. have sex i'm mm. down for it mm. yeah yeah um i feel like that about um buffy and angel <laughs> Because I just feel like he's really boring. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm just like... Oh, yeah. You're Team Spike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Team Spike. Like, <laughs> we've had this conversation. I think we've even had you this on the podcast. You haven't even seen Buffy. But I know this. But you know this. I know all of this. Um, um, but yeah. yeah, I just think it's nice to see Starbuck matched with someone that's like... I don't want to say on her level because obviously Apollo's on her level like in a military sense and like, you yeah. know, tactically. But like a bit more like He's also, her. Yeah, Like exactly. he, they just seem like they have an immediate kind of vibe. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. Got a vibe. Also, like he doesn't seem to have short man syndrome, so that's no, good. yeah, and mm. you know, it, it's probably just really nice when like the world's essentially ended and you have no idea what is going to happen to you and everyone. Well, you know, you don't really have anyone left mm. to just, like hang out with someone new and like not talk about like just like play sport. Yeah, and they haven't met new people for a really long time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was really, I'm really excited. To, yeah, I don't want to spoil um, anything, but like I and is and this isn't a spoiler because like if you look at like if you search Battlestar Galactica, you'll see that he's like not a like one episode character. Yeah. So I'm glad that he is around. Okay. Yeah. No spoilers. Gotcha. No spoilers. What's that? No, no. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> I was just stopping I was you because like, I can see you getting onto like a a tangent. Yeah. And um, I'm like, no, just we're gonna stop it there. We're should we talk the about themes? We should. Um, I had a few. Uh, obviously they're pretty obvious themes I thought um, so one of them was <laughs> obviously they're obvious obviously they're obvious, obviously. and it is still early um, so I guess like one of them which we touched on a little bit is like what's acceptable or allowable in war that's mm. quite broad church like so if we talk about like the interrogation tactics the way that um, Bolter behaved um, towards Boomer and Tyrrell. Um, if we talk about what was going on in Gideon and we talk about martial law, like all of these mm. things that are happening, like what's actually acceptable. Um, and I mean, we can bring that out, although I wanted to talk a bit about like racism. I did that in inverted commas. Yeah. Um, which is a separate thing about talking about the um, lab rat stuff. Mm. But I mean, I just think this conversation about, um, yeah, like what happened on Gideon specifically, but even just the interrogation tactics. Mm. And especially considering like they've been proven, and I don't know if this is the case in the Battlestar Galactica universe, but like they've been proven to be pretty ineffective, like mm. in, in like general, like interrogation. Mm. And it's like this, this idea of like almost killing Tyrrell to yeah. get information from Boomer that you don't even know is true. Exactly. Like it's very flawed logic, mm. particularly coming from someone who prides themselves on inverted commas logic and mm. being the logical one. <laughs> like I'm like, were you just like really stressed out that day and in your like mind you were like, this is going to work? Because yeah, there's no pretense for that no. working. No. And I just think that like the way that, yeah. So I just think the interrogation stuff is interesting. Mm. I just wanted to point it out. Yeah. But um, the martial law stuff and just what happened on Gideon, like, I mean... Yeah, it's just it's very Hunger Games, actually. Yeah, totally. Um, if you take away heaps of power from people and then you tell them like to bend to your will with no, um, no, you know, wiggle room, and mm. then you go to them on their turf with under like people who are under resourced and mm. under trained to deal with that, what the frack did you think would happen? Yeah, of course this, of course yeah, this. So, of course. Anyway. but I'm glad that that was the result. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think they really addressed it well in this episode of like what. The ramifications. Yeah. 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 And like the fact that like Roslyn, like even though I think Roslyn was going to make an escape at some point irregardless, mm. I'm glad that that was her deciding factor. It's like this could, this could potentially like really crumble, mm. you know, if people don't have any rights, like it's not going to get any better. Um, and I don't want to be on like the military ship yeah. when the martial law is like, you know, I yeah. mean, martial law, I don't know. I'm sure you've got more feelings on this, but like there's a time and a place. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's really complicated, isn't it? Because when is it um, when is it appropriate and who is the military to be? Mm. I mean, and then you can bring like expand this out to like the reason why people don't want to give up their guns in America, which mm. is essentially something like this. Like mm. they literally don't yeah. want to give up their guns because they, don't, they want to be able to defend themselves against the government. Yeah, I'm playing yeah. footsies with you. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, this is a really interesting conversation. I personally, like, I, it makes me really uncomfortable, um, martial law, but then you look at, like, dictatorships that have lasted years and years and years, mm. or, like, and, I mean, it's just really complicated. Mm. I mean, this is, I mean, I'm obviously a terrorism nerd. I mean, I think this is where terrorism has been, like, an effective tactic in the mm. past in, like, mm. anti, um, either anti-colonial movements or, like, uprisings against dictatorships and these kind of governments. It's the response. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think that ultimately without... Um, 
with martial law as it is right now and with people losing resources, it would probably turn into um, that kind of like landscape of mm. terrorism and, and such. Like Zara could totally start up a terrorist group and there'd be suicide bombers and everything. Mm. But like as well, Zarek is helping Rosalind. Yeah. So like what does that make Rosalind? Like where's her alignment and partnership? Well, I mean, that's know? the thing is like she's like, I mean, it's, it's always how you frame it. And mm. I think that, um, I mean, yeah, she's rebelling against the government right now, right? Mm. She's like escaped prisoner mm. with Zarek. So yep. she's on the lam. They're totally yep. going to... I'm adding that to your predictions, by the way. Sexy times. Who, who else not, is having sexy times? What else are we adding to your predictions? Starbuck. Um, and what's his face? Anders. We're going to call him Anders, not Sam, because lisp. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Anders and Starbuck, sexy times. Zarek and Rosalind. Look, I just, I'm just shipping them. It's not really a prediction. I'm just shipping them. And shipping I bet it. that there's fan fiction somewhere. <laughs> um, Send us your fan fiction. Lisa wants to read it. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. Um, Maybe at the end of this season. So that even like, I don't know. Just look, I'm just, it's going to have to be something I explore in a few years from now. <laughs> when we're when finally you get some finished. Um, <laughs> um, and let me think of what other my predictions are. Oh, Callie will go on the brig for a while. Callie I think Tyrrell will have a journey. <laughs> That's not that really a prediction, is a it? A psychological journey? Yeah. An emotional journey? An emotional journey. Tyrrell will go on an emotional journey. Yeah, that's my prediction. That is um, in no way specific, but cool. All right, <laughs> The I'm more non-specific they are, the more likely they are that we can bend Your them to Your other two true. predictions are that Gator is gay yeah. and that D is a Cylon. Yeah, so. I know. And I really I really don't believe that D is a Cylon, but like when, when she was making out with Billy like that, I just couldn't. There was nothing else. And she didn't get killed when everyone else was. And she didn't get killed when everyone else was. So, so. it's either that she's a Cylon or like plot hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slash poor writing um cool all right um any other more themes? themes oh just like racism uh what's oh, human just, you know racism. <laughs> you know that old chestnut <laughs> um like the, the idea of feelings um bolter seems to have a really good grasp on their capacity for love yeah. i think that he really played that well in this episode and yeah. i think it's interesting that him and Rosalind seem to be very effective at getting things out of the silence because they seem to really understand that human inverted mm. commas mm. element of their behavior yeah which i just think is a really interesting thing um well it that makes, was really illustrated in this episode and it makes for an interesting character because mm. he's the only character on um in the fleet yeah that has had that experience with cylons yeah. whereas on caprica you've kind of got like Hilo, yeah. um who has had more direct experience yeah. and you've got you know the resistance now and starbuck who have like engage with Cylons and kind of know a bit more Mm. but yeah I think it's really interesting having a character like you know I think that they're getting better at it I think in the first season Bolter was very much like a doe machina when it was like we need to resolve a plot oh Bolter's just downloaded this like Mm. knowledge from head six and now he can fix the problem Mm. but now I think they're using him in a more um well what would it be like if one person knew everything but also was culpable yeah um compared to like their companions and mm. the way that he uses that information. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I think um, it'll be interesting to see where he goes with that as well. Cause mm. like, he seems like he's kind of on the side of the Cylons, but then mm. not. I yeah. don't know. Um, he's on his own side. He's on Bolter's his own side. side. It's true. Um, and then, yeah, I guess um, I did think that like, yeah, I think that the thing with the lab rat stuff really brings up a lot of historical mm. um historical things that have happened with people from other races during war. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so I think it would be interesting to see how that plays out for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there are a lot of, um, yeah, parallels with Callie shooting Boomer. I know there's been like historically, you know, in fractured societies, assassinations like that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they treat her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. Mm, that's well, all the big ramble. Did you have anything else that you want to talk about? No, we talked about the racist thing that mm. Six said. And um, I also want to talk about, yeah, how like the treatment of um, Galactica Boomer um, and kind of the current military state like mm. reflects um, uh, the current state in the fleet. But, yep. Yeah, I think we covered that. We did. Um, 
frack counts, lots. There were six, eight fracks. Whoa. Six came from ties, Alan and Saul, <laughs> mostly at each other. Yeah. Um, one from Gator, one from D, and one from someone in the resistance. So that's nine. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. I did fail math. So there you go. Um, <laughs> it's an ongoing theme. <laughs> and we had only two Cylons, which was Boomer. Yeah. Now I'm not going to have that Cylon count included. No, no. Um, and head six. So wait, does this mean we lose Boomer? That would be sad because she's great. Do you think she's dead? No, like, I mean, I'm sure there's like other boomers there are many copies there are many <laughs> copies but it's just like that actress is nice but like it'll be harder to insert mm. her into things again mm. for a while well until the, she comes back the with sharon, the baby the yeah. sharon that drove away in the um well, yeah. you know took starbucks ride um and we know that there was like thousands more on yeah, that yeah. like um host ship yeah so yeah we'll see we'll see um who was your mvp um Totally Doc Cottle for being the only person to tell Ty how Fracted's perspective was, but also for getting Roslyn out of awesome. off the ship. Who's yours? I'm okay with that. No, I didn't have one. No? I was really glad that you had one because I okay. didn't have one. I mean, yeah, I don't know who I would have chosen. I think you would have chosen Gator by, I always by how much would. you like him. <laughs> I almost always would. Yeah. I just he think was good this episode. I liked that there were a lot of people that were helpful. Yeah. But the reason I picked Doc Cottle was because it was really satisfying when he was just like, what the frack did you think would happen you moron? Yeah. And then was words, like, but... yes, of course, I'll. you sold me badly, but I'll help I'll you. I'll help you because this guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I think that's us. We'll wrap up. We made it. Yay. Next episode, we are going to cover season five of episode five of season two which is one of the most contentious episodes of battle what? stars so i'm really it. interested to see what you think i have a lot of work to do and i really want to watch it right now well, you're two weeks well one and a half before we record yeah um yeah it's called the farm um people who have watched Battlestar before will probably know yeah. what i'm talking about oh, okay. but um yeah i can't wait to see what you think lisa oh i'm so excited <laughs> and in the meantime don't forget guys you can follow us on twitter and insta at beers beats bsg um see the beers that we drink every week and all the other stuff and if you want leave us a review tell us what you think or send us any corrections on twitter or um on our email we'll see you next time bye bye